Welcome to CII Radio. In this episode, we're talking to Nick Turner. In this episode of the podcast, we're joined by Nick Turner, incoming president of the Chartered Insurance Institute, and we're talking about his future year in office. To find out more about this podcast and for useful links, visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Here's our conversation with Nick. Hello, Nick, and welcome to CII Radio. Hello. And uh, firstly, congratulations on your uh, new tenure as a CII president. Thank you very much. Excellent. Very exciting. Um, I mean, if you could just start perhaps by telling us a little bit about yourself and um, maybe give listeners an idea of your background with the CII up to this point. Okay. Well, uh, I've been in insurance and financial services generally for well, 34 years actually now. So wow, I started okay. back in uh, 1985, uh, spent probably two thirds of my career with AXA, right. uh, both on the life pensions and investment side, and then latterly moved to some global work and general insurance in the UK. Uh, and then uh, the last six years, I've been working for NFU Mutual. And again, in my portfolio there, I have a combination of, well, I have 100 financial advisors, some non-advised business, and also uh, circa 1.6 billion of uh, premium to bring in every year. So January is always a, uh, a, a nervous month for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, what kind of um, association have you had with the CII then, and or the PFS up to this, this point? Well, quite a long time, actually. Obviously, I got qualified on the uh, financial service side on the life and pension side right yeah uh, back in the 90s actually more recently got uh, asked to join the personal finance society board mm. um, and served on that board for six years and I joined at the time that uh, the retail distribution review was happening which uh, for those people in in the uh, life and pension side and advice side of the business will uh, remember that very well uh, but perhaps not may not be quite so well known uh, on the general insurance side, but that was uh, a major turning point, and I joined the board to try to help Faye Goddard, as it was, and latterly Keith uh, work uh, a way through all the complexity that that brought, and to some degree still brings today. Right, I see. Bringing us up to date, then your your theme for your year as president um, is trust. Mm. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that and um, the message you'd like to kind of convey j- during your presidency? Yes, I mean, when you get a wonderful opportunity to be the president of the Chartered Insurance Institute, you get a theme for the year. And and the idea of the theme is that you try to make some change for the good across the industry profession. And also the challenge I've also got, of course, is that because my background comes from both life and pensions as well as general insurance, uh, trying to create a theme that works across uh, the entire sector of, of, of our operation is quite challenging until yes, yeah. I looked at the way the, the CII structures its strapline, which is standards, professionalism, and trust. And I, I think the, the idea of trust is at the heart of every single part of what the CII and the Personal Finance Society does. We wouldn't have clients if, we, if they weren't able to trust us. We would have hundreds of thousands of complaints because people would just not be able to know what advice or or uh, or where to turn they wouldn't know how to deal with our industry so it's really important that trust is the foundation that we work on as a, as a as a community so it seemed like a really sensible <coughs> idea to to try and improve consumer trust with all of us and the idea was simply could we 
persuade every single person who works in either the personal finance side or the general insurance side to think about how they personally can improve consumer trust. So the theme really is to work with the societies, whether it's the personal finance society or some of the new societies that we're creating yeah. uh, in uh, under the, the, the Chartered Insurance Institute, to work out how people that operate in those sectors build or destroy trust through their actions. And is there something we can do to raise awareness and perhaps make small incremental improvements across the entire industry for the good? Fantastic. Okay. I mean, the, the societies you mentioned there, the, the Society of uh, Insurance Broken, the Society of Claims Professionals, and the, the Personal Finance Society. So it's about kind of drilling down a little bit more specifically and looking at separate kind of parts and, and seeing what can be done um, to, to raise trust and to build public trust in, in insurance and financial services. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, the regulator is also focused on this sort of area mm. and they're already pretty active on it. Um, and you can see that sometimes it's as simple as communicating things that you might not have thought about communicating. So as a consumer, you, you receive changes or what have you to your policies, which you may not understand, or price changes that you may not understand. Yeah. And sometimes it can be just as simple as improving the skill or focus and attention on how we make those changes. So people understand them and transparently have a, a choice to make. And invariably, if they understand what's happened, uh, the choice will be in the favour of the industry. I mean, it's, it's people need to get insurance and or, or they need to take financial advice and being really clear about what choices people have uh, and what they're being offered just seems like a very basic tenet. So that's an example where people yeah. can just take the extra effort, a little extra effort to be really clear with consumers to improve trust. Absolutely. So you mentioned also that you uh, previously um, served on the PFS board. Uh, you also were PFS president for um, for a tenure as well. Could you tell us a little bit about that and your experience and, and how you think it will be different now focusing on the insurance sector rather than financial services? Yeah, I think, I think the, the thing we did there was my theme as a president in that year was to try and bring new blood into, into that side of the, 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 uh, the industry. Because as you know, the Retail Distribution Review raised the bar for many financial advisors around qualifications. Uh, they had to become members of a professional body. And also commission was banned. Uh, so they had to charge fees, which increased the transparency with, with customers. So that had the effect, actually, of over time reducing the community of financial advisors that uh, exist uh, today, which, is, which has meant that there's been a real challenge of supply for the overwhelming need for financial advice that exists today in the UK. I see. And it's not, um, it's not getting any, any easier. Certainly, the complexity of the world, what with Brexit and tax changes, uh, just all the time, pensions under threat, all those things need advice. And therefore, many people need to know where to go and who to trust. So bringing in new blood uh, was a fantastic theme. So that was, that was the theme for the year. And we brought in and set up uh, apprenticeship programs and worked with uh, a variety of uh, specialists. Keith was very active uh, in helping design uh, ways to bring in new blood into that side of the industry. But again, with the with when you when you get the presidency of the CII role, it's a much broader, a more strategic concept that you need rather than a tactical uh, delivery. And, uh, and it, the idea of trust 
uh, just seemed to make a lot more sense. And there was a, a piece of work that uh, the CI has actually commissioned recently called the Trust Index, which gives some uh, view of how consumers trust the, the insurance industry as a whole. And actually, it makes for some sobering reading. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I was, uh, was thinking about trust just recently with, with regard to trying to bottle what it is that makes uh, someone trusted. And it can be boiled down, I think, into four key ingredients. And it would be fantastic if over the next year we could test further whether these ingredients are true. But it's worth just, uh, they, they certainly appeal to common sense. But if I just, just lay them out for you. Yeah. The first one being benevolence. So if you sit in front of somebody and you believe that person is on your side and thinking about your best interests. That's the first ingredient in a trusted relationship. Yes, yeah. The second one is integrity. Is, is Are you sitting opposite somebody or dealing with an organization that has integrity at its heart? So benevolence and integrity, you can trust them. Already you're beginning to feel uh, a, a building appeal. And then the third and really important point is competence. And of course, the CI plays a, a fabulous role in competence. Does the person that you're sitting opposite or the organization that you're dealing with really know their stuff yep. uh, and can operate well and effectively on your behalf? And knowledge, CPD, all those things play into that one. And the last point is predictability, which is if someone does what they say they're going to do or the product or service that you bought behaves as you expect it to, that also builds trust. And if for some reason or other, something isn't going to behave as you expect, how people uh, communicate with you and, and bring that to life is really key as well. So all of those four ingredients, I think, are really good pillars to focus on for the year ahead and say, what is it in the societies we can we can think about to improve trust with consumers on those four, uh, th those four pillars? Absolutely. So, yeah, as you say, some some kind of very important aspects that kind of all feed into this overarching theme of, of building public trust, which is obviously at the core of, of what the CII are, are doing. And so, um, I mean, moving on slightly, if you, a lot of kind of great work is being done by the CII regionally. Um, obviously, there are there are 56 um, local institutes across the UK. Now, obviously, I don't think we can expect you to visit <laughs> every each no. and every one. So, but what will you be doing um, in terms of engaging with the, the local institutes um, during your time as as president? I, th I think the institutes have got a really big role to play in this. I mean, I, I would love for the institutes to, to start talking about the theme of trust and to try and raise awareness amongst themselves. You know, what can they do? How can they encourage uh, their active members and, and engaged members to, to get hold of this idea and perhaps take a, a small step every day in their daily working lives mm. to think about what they could do to go that extra mile to drive that bit of extra security and confidence and understanding from their customers. So many people that I meet on both sides of the industry, on the financial services side or on the general insurance side, yeah, they, they, they already try every day to build that trust and work really well with customers. Uh, but always go that extra mile. That can just help. Otherwise, we get the reputation collectively that, that we have today, which is one that we would like to improve, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so... The only way to do that is to start. And I, I think the regions, the institutes have a big role to play to spread this message and work with them. Now, the challenge I've given to the CI team here is to say, well, very happy to speak anywhere. Yeah. Uh, where would my uh, speaking have the most impact and where could we make the most change? Where are the forums, really, where the idea of trust can 
can be discussed in the most effective and efficient way. And I will go where the team tells me to go. <laughs> so limited time, but go where the biggest impact is. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a, an excellent way to, to go about things. So, I mean, kind of finally, kind of rounding up, what um, are you looking forward to mostly um, about your year as, as president of the CII? Well, it's a tremendous honour. Uh, so I'm enormously flattered that, that I'm here. So <laughs> that, that's the first point. Yeah. And I think the thing I'm looking forward to, and I'm a bit, bit trepidatious too is really taking an, an issue like trust and saying can we make a difference yes you know, yeah th- i'm excited by that concept i know that we could if everybody interpreted that in their own way and took a step forward that would be enormous so that's scary and exciting in itself so i'm looking forward very much to how can we start that ball rolling and create some excitement and passion across the industry about going even further uh, than we are today. Fantastic. Well, Nick Turner, um, thank you so much for joining us on CIR Radio today and all the very best for the for the coming year. Thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about the Public Trust Index, which um, Nick mentioned there, you can visit the uh, CIR website at cii.co.uk. And if you'd like to find out more about our podcast or for more information, uh, visit the journal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at CII Group. So thank you again, Nick. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to CII Radio and goodbye.